It was the last weekend of the Breuchels retrospective in Kunsthistorisches Museum in Vienna. The first Peter Breuchels, the elder, that is. Not his son, the second Peter Breuchel, the younger. And I really had to see it. The queues for the tickets were very crazy long. People had to wait for hours, but I got a press ticket and was very happy to skip the line. Kunsthistorisches Museum is located in one of my favorite buildings in Vienna, and I'm always happy when I can visit it. The exhibition was spectacular. It was the first large monographic exhibition of Breuchel, and the museum managed to exhibit nearly three quarters of the artist's paintings and sketches, so almost 90 works. The exhibition was very unique, because some of Breuchel's paintings, especially his works on panels, were never shown together in the same space. Some had not even ever left their primary host institutions. The scale of the entire endeavor was enormous. So when I entered the museum, as always, I could not believe my lack and privilege. And as always, I was quite intimidated by its exquisite, majestic, gorgeous interior, which I absolutely adore. I was very pleased to spend the entire afternoon in the museum, admiring the paintings that I knew only mostly from the art albums and never even dreamt of standing one day face to face with so many of them and being able to contemplate their details for many hours. Among my favorite Breuchel's paintings were the children's game or the triumph of death, which I loved since early childhood and which I saw earlier in Prado in Madrid. But as I walked from room to room, I could not help myself but listen to the sounds that the old squeaky wooden parquet was making. And the entire experience of visiting the exhibition became utterly musical and sonic for me. I wish I had my recorder at that time with me to capture it. The sound was even more pronounced, overwhelming and ever-present that so many people came to visit the exhibition, which Kunsthistorisches Museum in Vienna advertised as one in a lifetime. I had never thought earlier about the sound of the spectators looking at displayed in a museum objects. But if I did, I would rather think of silence mixed with whispering voices than come up with such an overwhelming loud and penetrating noise of squeaking wooden parquet. I remember, at some point I stopped looking and just started listening, mesmerized by the broad palais of Nuan's tiny squeaks. At some point, I created my own sound collection consisting of squeaky parquet noises, a consequence of visitors approaching the paintings and moving from one room to another. I wish I could return and record this unique sound environment, so intense it was, but unfortunately, the museum was closing very soon, 